0: Good morning and welcome to the product of IT Cybersecurity Daily number 302. It is Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and it's the February Post-Patch Tuesday episode. This podcast is brought to you by Nwaj Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com That's N-W-A-J Tech Good morning, happy hump day, and happy post-patch Tuesday, February post-patch Tuesday, so hopefully you didn't patch and are now experiencing some heartache. We did not push push our patches through on production systems yet, but uh, if we see anything or hear of anything, we will definitely let you know. Wherever you listen to this, if you could like, share, comment, or review, that would be spectacular. If you do that, then I will be back next month with a post patch Tuesday episode for March when hopefully the weather gets a little better because this weather has been nuts and if you're in a HIPAA compliant business you can go to Facebook and or LinkedIn type get HIPAA compliance into the search and join the group so let's jump into it first up Apple fixes sudo root privilege escalation flaw in Mac OS one of the patches for patch Tuesday so, Apple has fixed a pseudo-vulnerability in macOS Big Sur, Catalina, and Mojave, allowing any local user to gain root-level privileges. This was uh, there was also a similar issue with Linux. Um, of course, Mac being based off of Unix, which is Linux. Unix, Linux is also based off of Unix, so the same issue existed in Ubuntu and Fedora 33, and so forth. So make sure you're pushing your apple patches if you own apple device apple computers adobe fixes critical reader vulnerability exploited in the wild um, along with that adobe has 18 magento vulnerabilities 23 acrobat and reader vulnerabilities five photoshop vulnerabilities one adobe animate to adobe illustrator and one adobe dreamweaver vulnerabilities to address with this month's patch tuesday update microsoft February 2021, Patch Tuesday fixes 56 flaws and one zero day. Uh, the zero day is Windows 32K, Win32K ele- elevation of privilege vulnerability. and allows an attacker or malicious program to elevate their privileges to administrative privileges. So that is the zero day that was patched. There is also vulnerabilities for .NET Core, Visual Studio Denial of Service, Windows Installer ele- Elevation of Privilege, Sysinternals PS Exec, Elevation of Privilege, which I believe we talked about not too long ago, Windows Console Driver Denial of Service, Windows DirectX Information Disclosure, and .NET Core Remote Code Execution, all recently discovered vulnerabilities. And it was the Supply Chain Attack Fix, Tractor CVE, in their Azure Artifactory product that was discovered after researchers used it in a proof concept attack against Microsoft systems. Uh, Other updates that came out today, Android's February security updates were released. That actually came out last week. I did did push that update through, I believe yesterday. Um, Cisco released security updates we talked about I believe yesterday or the day before. Fortinet SAP and SonicWall all had updates. We talked about most of those except for SAP. Uh, We uncovered a Facebook phishing campaign that tricked nearly 500,000 users in two weeks. That was on Cyber News, or is on Cyber News, I should say. Our investigation into a malicious Facebook Messenger message uncovered a large-scale phishing operation of Facebook. We also potentially identified the threat actor behind the phishing campaign and his intentions is that you i've actually talked about this scam um, with on at least two different webinars is a phishing scam circulating on facebook in various forms since at least 2017 it begins with facebook message sent by one of your friends the friend claims to have found a video or image with you featured in it the message masquerades as a video that, when clicked, leads you through a chain of websites infecting, infected with malicious scripts. These scripts determine the location, the device you're using, and the operating system. Then they lead to you to a malicious Facebook phishing page in order to harvest your credentials and, depending on your device, infect it with adware or other malware. There have been fi- almost 500,000 victims to this that have fallen victims, so I received it, I have personally received the message, there have been 480,000 people that have fallen for the message, so the person that sent it to me did fall for it, and of those 480,000 people, 376,701 are from Germany, so the majority of them from Germany. If you haven't received it, then I suppose you should probably feel honored that you haven't received it uh info security group info security magazine.com mcsoft suffers system breach the founder of new zealand cybersecurity company mcsoft has issued an apology over configuration error that led to system data breach news that one of the company's test systems had been compromised was shared On February 3rd, by MCSoft founder and managing director, Christian Mayroll, Mayroll, Mayroll M-A-I-R-O-L-L. In a security incident that Mayroll wrote should have not happened, a database containing log records, log records generated by MCSoft products and services was made accessible to unauthorized third parties. Mayroll revealed that the database was accessible between January 18th and February 3rd and that at least one individual had accessed some of its records in an automated attack so MCSoft, a security company, had log records compromised um, Hello Kitty ransomware behind CD Projekt Red cyber attack data theft. The ransomware attack against CD Projekt Red was conducted by a ransomware group that goes by the name Hello Kitty and yes, that's the name of the threat actors util- utilize. Today's CD project disclosed that they are a the target of a ransomware attack that encrypted devices on their network and led to the theft of unencrypted devices. That is on Bleeping Computer, if you'd like to read more about it. It is on Bleeping Computer. And researcher hacks Microsoft, Apple, more, and novel supply chain attack also on Bleeping Computer. A researcher managed to breach over 35 Major companies' internal systems, including Microsoft, Apple, PayPal, Shopify, Netflix, Yelp, Tesla, and Uber, in a novel software supply chain attack. The attack comp- comprised uploading malware to open source repositories, including PyPI, NPM, and RubyGems, which then got distributed downstream automatically into the company's internal applications. Unlike traditional typo squatting attacks that rely on social engineering tactics or the victim is spelling a package name this particular supply chain attack is more sophisticated as it needed no action by the victim who automatically received the malicious packages this is because the attack leveraged a unique design flaw for the open source ecosystems called dependency confusion for this ethical research efforts it's important to point out that it was an ethical research effort the researcher has earned well over one hundred and thirty thousand dollars in bug bounties I tell people all the time, if you're looking for a new way to make some money, bug bounty is, a, is, a, is an interesting way to, to uh, earn a living if you're good at it. Malware is distributed downstream automatically. Last year, security researcher Alex Burson came across an idea when working with another researcher, Justin Gardner. Gardner had shared with Burson a manifest file package.json from an NPM package used internally by PayPal. Burson noticed some of the manifest file packages were not present on the public NPM repository, but were instead PayPal's privately created NPM packages, used and stored internally by the company. On seeing this, the researcher wondered, should a package by the same name exist in the public NPM repository, in addition to a private Node.js repository which one would get priority to test this hypothesis persan began hunting from names of private internal packages that he could find in manifest files on github repositories or in cdns of prominent companies but did not exist in a public open source repository the researcher then started creating counterfeit projects using the same names on open source repositories such as npm PyPI, and ruby gems Every package published by Burson was done so under his real account and clearly had a disclaimer in place stating this package is meant for security research purposes and does not contain any useful code. Burson soon realized should a dependency package used by an application exist in both a public open source repository and your private build, the public package would get priority and be pulled instead without needing any action from the developer. In some cases, as with pip pi packages, the researcher noticed that the package with the higher version would be prioritized regardless of wherever it was located. Using the technique, Bursan executed a successful supply chain attack against Microsoft, Apple, PayPal, Shopify, Netflix, Tesla, Yelp, and Uber simply by publishing public packages using the same name as the company's internal ones. I believe dependency confusion is quite different from type of squatting or brand jacking, as it does not necessarily require any sort of manual input from the victim, rather vulnerabilities or design flaws in automated build or installation f- tools may cause public dependencies to be mistaken for internal dependencies with the exact same name. Bursan told Bleepy Computer in an email interview. So it's interesting. It's what is going. On. There's more to this article, by the way. But what so what is happening is he's creating is the an identical. Repository with a higher version number, and then what you know, simplified what's happening is the companies are going out looking for an updated version and grabbing news because they, they look like an, an, a newer version of the software that they use, and that is now you know, potentially f- malware that could have gone into your system. Now, because of this, I'm sure they've all fixed this issue. So you won't, you know, it's not going to work now if you're trying. But maybe there's other companies out there that have similar issues. Um, And it's really something to think about because that's really not overly complex. It's not a huge um, stretch to come up with something like that, you know, especially if it's open source programming. So if you grab open source repo, copy it, and put your stuff in it and then say it's, you know, one version higher, then potentially these companies could go out looking for the new version and download the wrong version that contains malware in it. And we have some HIPAA news class action lawsuit filed against US fertility over September 2020 ransomware attack. US Fertility is facing a class action lawsuit over a September 2020 ransomware attack and data breach that affected eight hundred and seventy eight thousand five hundred and fifty individuals. U.S. Fertility provides IT platforms and administrative, clinical, and business information services as one of their largest providers of support services to infertility clinics in the U.S. On September 14, 2020, U.S. Fertility discovered ransomware had been used to encrypt files on its network. The investigation revealed the threat actors behind the attack exfiltrated files between August 12 and September 14, 2020, some of which contained protected health information the types of data contained by the hackers or obtained by the hackers included names, addresses, dates of birth, driver's license and state ID numbers, passport numbers, medical treatment diagnosis information, medical record information, health insurance and claims information, credit and debit card information and financial account information class action lawsuit brought by plaintiffs alec vincent and marla vincent alleges u.s fertility failed to implement adequate data security measures which caused them to suffer irreparable harm and place them at increased risk of identity theft and fraud the harm suffered by the breach victims that the lawsuit seeks to address includes the theft of personal data and its exposure to cyber criminals unauthorized charges on credit card debit card accounts Costs associated with detection and prevention of identity theft and unauthorized use of financial accounts, damages due to accounts being suspended or rendered unusable, inability to withdraw funds, cost and time associated with mitigating the breach and preventing future negative consequences, and imminent and in, impending injury from potential fraud and identity theft as a result of the personal information being sold on the dark web. Class action lawsuits often allege harm, although in many cases the lawsuits fail, as plaintiffs are unable to provide evidence of injuries or losses sustained as a direct result of the data breach. That was the case with the proposed class action lawsuit against Brandywine Urology, which was recently dismissed by the Delaware Superior Court. Whether the lawsuit succeeds is likely to depend on a large extent on whether the plaintiffs can provide sufficient evidence that they suffered actual harm due to the ransomware attack and data breach. Plaintiff Alex Vincent alleges someone used his social security number to fraudulently apply for unemployment benefits in Nevada one month after the data breach occurred, and plaintiff Marla Vincent said her credit score had unexpectedly fallen by 50 points following the attack. The lawsuit alleges U.S. fertility was on notice that the healthcare industry was being targeted by ransomware gangs and was aware of the need to encrypt data, yet failed to do so. The U.S. fertility failed to... Comply with Federal Trade Commission requirements for data security. The lawsuit alleges negligence, breach of implied contract, unjust enrichment, and violations of the Nevada and Deceptive Trade Practices Act. The lawsuit seeks class action status, a jury trial, damages for plaintiffs and class members, reimbursement of -of out-of-pocket expenses, and legal costs, and other relief. Lawsuit also requires U.S. Fertility to implement proper data security policies and practices, including encryption of sensitive data, deletion, or destruction of class members' PII, proper network segmentation, penetration tests to provide further security awareness training for the entire workforce, and to undergo third-party security audits, database scanning, and firewall tests. Um, So these class action lawsuits don't usually end well for the... um, People bringing the suits, so we'll see what happens. The plaintiffs, we'll see what happens with this one. I'm sure we'll hear more about it. Um, But at the same time, there could be HIPAA penalties somewhere down the road for US Fertility, which is a business associate. Um, And and business associates are going to be a focus for HHS um, OCR going forward. As we saw last year, there was one one already that's been penalized so we will see where this goes and um of course keep you up to date and we will see you tomorrow here you will hear us tomorrow and until then stay healthy stay safe and stay secure